Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the first episode of 2024, so happy new year. I have been taking a break from the podcast to take care of myself and my family, but I'm back and I'm hoping to have a year of shows that you love and get real value from. I want to get back to my roots, so to speak, and do more focused work on the chakras and the philosophy they come from this year. I'll still bring on guests with amazing stories and ideas, but I I want to continue to share the life-changing work of the chakras with you in even more depth. One thing I like to do in the new year, and I think a lot of people do, is sort of take stock of the previous year, lessons learned, things to release or leave behind, and set an intention for the new year. A resolution, maybe, but something that can act as a focus for growth in the coming months. And today, I want to frame that for you in the context of the chakras. As I go through, you can see what you might like to lessen in your life and what you might like to draw to the forefront of each energy center. Uh, Even if you're not doing this at the new year, it's a great exercise to start thinking about what you really want in life. So uh, let's get started. First, the root chakra. This is the seat of our authentic self, the home of our safety and security and trust. It can also be a place of fear and lack. As you think back on where you've been, do you make choices from a position of scarcity? The idea that there isn't enough or that you aren't enough. Do you do things that make you safe, but at the expense of things that make you feel fulfilled? staying at a job you hate or in a relationship that's draining you because fear of the unknown holds you back? Do you hoard things uh, and and money and, and even your feelings because you feel like generosity is a losing proposition? Like, like if you give things or parts of yourself away, there won't be enough left for you. Do you not trust yourself or believe that you won't be able to handle the hard times that come your way? These are all parts of the root chakra that, when in excess, can make us feel ungrounded and like we don't know who we are. We feel afraid or insecure, and that leads to a general sense of unease because we're not living authentically. Setting an intention for the root chakra for the future might look like building self-trust, making promises to yourself that you keep. It could look like taking risks or making choices when we don't know what will happen and trusting that we have the internal strength to make it through anything life brings. It's the knowing that your authentic self is valuable and important and that hiding it to please others is not going to bring anyone happiness. How do you want your root chakra to support you to be your foundation in the coming months? What do you want to bring forward? Make a choice and then keep coming back to it, to this intention, time after time. I mean, it's it's okay to mess up or discover that you've strayed. Just come back to the root chakra intention you set for yourself and stay on the path to be authentically you. 
The sacral chakra is the home of our emotions and where we experience pleasure and relationships. When our sacral chakras are out of balance, it can be hard to feel joy or anything for that matter. Uh, we, feel, we feel numb. So many of us are just going through our lives, pushing from one day to the next, thinking that if we can just get through this week, that things will change. We miss fun and joy and excitement because we're not letting it in. We spend all our time doing things that aren't important to us and, and not intentionally spending time on what we love. Yes, yes, work is important. I love my work, but I can also get really bogged down in it and forget to connect with others. I can fail to care for my body and my emotional health. This is a sacral chakra aspect I'd like to leave behind for sure. Sometimes what we'd like to leave behind are the relationships we're in, the ones we stay in out of obligation. These can be friendships or familial relationships that simply require a lot of giving and don't offer you back very much. Sometimes these are really hard to let go of. And we don't, we don't have to abandon people we love, but we can draw emotional boundaries with the sacral chakra to help us protect our energy. Bringing forward balanced sacral energy could look like doing something every day that's just for you. It could be as simple as reading a book you enjoy, going for a walk, anything that fills you up rather than empties you. Making an intentional effort to feel happiness and joy and pleasure. That's the sacral chakra intention. In the solar plexus chakra, we find our will to act, our motivation to do things. We also find anger, excessive ego, and unhealthy focus on self. It's not that surprising since developmentally, this is where we start to uh, become our own person. But if that gets overactive, we, we find ourselves acting selfishly. And there is a difference between selfish and self-care, right? Only you know where that line is for you, but we can see it when we don't take the collective into consideration when we make decisions. Uh, no acknowledgement that our actions have consequences for others. Another way that we might want to say goodbye to an imbalanced solar plexus chakra is the opposite of that the sense that we're never doing what matters to us, that we're subverting ourselves to make space for others, or we don't take the actions that would help lead us toward a fulfilling life. And this, this could be working in tandem with imbalances elsewhere, yeah? We talked about fear holding us back. Fear can be a root chakra force that affects our solar plexus chakra. And indecisiveness, not taking any action at all because we fear making a commitment to something or someone else. These are all aspects of the solar plexus chakra that we might not want to bring forward with us on our journey the next few months. What do we want? Strong action that takes into account healthy safety and security. Action that builds strength in ourselves and our relationship in ways that feel authentic and aligned. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The heart chakra brings us balance. 
balance between our earthly physical needs and our emotional, mental, and spiritual needs. Trauma, heartbreak, and just life in general, though, can cause this chakra to become over or underactive. And you may want to spend some time this year bringing it back into its natural, neutral state. I think one thing I encourage people to let go of here is protecting themselves too much. Some, yes, of course, I'm not asking you to be vulnerable with people who have shown themselves to be unsafe for your feelings, but so often we give up on people in general. We don't reach out. We don't let friends and family know if we're hurting. We hide our hearts because we think it will protect that important energy. And I think that that's probably true short term, but long term, the heart needs to receive love as much as it needs to give love. We can't find balance if we're just giving and never allowing ourselves to receive. Maybe that's your heart chakra intention to receive love, to allow it, and really importantly, to believe in it, to believe in your heart chakra's right to be loved. The other thing I see a lot here is perfectionism. I'm not sure why I'm seeing this in the heart chakra so often these days. It used to be all solar plexus chakra perfection, um, but it seems a lot of people are moving that sense into their hearts. I mean, maybe because we, we also have to be perfectly emotionally and mentally healthy now as well as physically healthy, we think. I don't know. But if you experience a drive to be perfect or somehow believe that's even possible, I encourage you to let that go and embrace the heart chakra intention of acceptance for the year. Accept more things about more people, including yourself. The throat chakra has some obvious things that I hope you'll all leave behind, like not expressing yourself and hiding your creativity. The throat chakra is the gateway between the universe, your imagination, and your reality. And when you don't allow it to be fully active or balanced or open or however you want to think of it, it's very hard to fully live in your authentic self. As for expressing yourself, I often hear people say they have no trouble with that, but when we dig a little deeper, it turns out they have no trouble expressing some opinions or speaking up in specific arenas like work or home. But what's missing is the ability to express vulnerabilities or perceived weaknesses or to stand up for themselves in other arenas when they're uncomfortable. This is totally normal and makes sense, of course, but we, we start to fool ourselves into thinking that our throat chakras are doing great because we can express anger, for example, but we can't express guilt or shame or gratitude. The nuances of our emotions get lost. And I've talked to so many people this past year who have been sitting on projects, books, art, podcasts, learning to play an instrument. They're sitting on it for any number of reasons, time. They're, they're not good at it. Whatever it is, we all have excuses for not opening up our throats. But maybe your intention for the new year is to find your creative spirit in some way and let that be the key to balancing your throat chakra. When we get to the third eye, it gets interesting to me. I don't, I don't think we know anyone interested in chakra work who doesn't want to have an open third eye or to see more clearly. But we end up with 
blocks or cloudy vision that we're not even aware of. This can look like staying stuck in a place or a situation you don't want to be in and being so convinced that there isn't a way out that you don't use your imagination, which is a huge part of the third eye chakra energy to think creatively. I can't tell you how many people say they have to do something, stay at a job, uh, stay where they live, whatever, or that they can't change things or that they don't have control over something. No, some things we can't change and we don't have control over them, but those things are far fewer than we realize. Now, maybe this year you'd like to leave behind stuck, stagnant thinking. And when you find yourself saying you can't do something, Start to figure out all the ways you can. Even outlandish ideas will get latent energy in the third eye chakra moving. We don't see clearly because so much of the time we only see the future in terms of the past. This can be a time of imagination. Setting the intention of envisioning things in a new way and being open to ideas that you might have rejected previously. Intend to use your third eye chakra for creative problem solving. It's really good at that. And this could be the year that things change for you in ways you haven't even imagined yet. And last, the crown chakra. There are a few things that we can let go of here. And I think the most important one is grasping or attachment. We tend to get so caught up in what we think should happen and should have happened that we forget to be in the present moment. Attachment can only be to things that aren't right this minute. Even if you love what's happening in this exact second, the attachment is to its continuing in the future. Trying to let go of expectations is such an ongoing challenge for a lot of us, holding so tightly to our preferences. It only leads to struggle suffering and disappointment. Another letting go area in the crown chakra is all our reasons that we can't grow spiritually or personally. In chakra balancing, for instance, so many people I talk to are waiting for perfection, there's that word again, in the root chakra before they do any other work. And the more I do this work, the more I realize there's, there's a strange comfort in staying in one energy center, even if we feel it's imbalanced. I mean, at least it's an imbalance that we know and are familiar with. We don't have to go exploring new parts of us or doing self-reflection in ways that are unknown. So maybe your intention this year in the crown chakra could be to try new ways to heal, new ways to find balance and let go of the expectation of perfection. It doesn't exist anyway, so we're not chasing anything real. Intend to strengthen your relationship with the universe. Learn to trust whatever your divine is in a real vulnerable way. Not an intellectual way, but in an experiential way. When you let go of grasping and attachment and trust that you are loved and supported by the universe. So that's it. That's it. Some things to let go of and some intentions to set for the new year. Don't try to do them all at once and, and, and don't pick the one that feels easiest either. I mean, you can certainly choose to take any action you like or no action at all, but in my experience, that's the way to determine where to begin. Uh, okay, thank you for your time. I am glad to be back with the show. Please reach out at any time. All my info, all my social media is in the show notes. 
and I can't wait to go on this new journey with you. Bye.